Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Some guy walks up to me, he says to me, This is the Rich Eisen Show. Aren't you Susie Schuster's husband? No. With guest host, Susie Schuster. I want to take a minute to talk about Caleb Williams. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. This is a kid who just wanted to go to his mom. When did him need to be comforted become a sign that he's soft? Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion Eli Manning, Yahoo Sports columnist Dan Wetzel, Marconi Award winner Rich Eisen, and now sitting in for Rich, it's Susie Schuster. You know, I feel like I'm still at home. I'm trying to get these guys to focus. We have a television show, a radio show, a podcast. I'm, I'm focused, man. We're streaming. I'm fully focused, man. These yahoos are over here screaming at each other across the, the way like it's, like it's last night's game. With I'm trying to watch. I'm trying to watch the Warriors last night. I'm trying to watch the Warriors Great and the game. Nuggets. Warriors. Amazing. Great game. Amazing. And I'm like, could you stop beating your brother up? Like, Taylor, stop playing with the dogs. You're a point guard. Pay attention. Then we had three murders in the building last night. Three what? indestructible toys that my oh, dogs oh, destroyed. I was like, I was like, I was like wait, what? Three up on murders in the, in the building. Yeah, destroyed the squirrel, the possum, and the octopus. Yeah, it was a rough dog. night last night. Why did Steph go left-hand scoop? Dude, why did he do that? And what happened to Clay Thompson with a second or so to go? And here uh, I was. He just slipped out of his hand. Make, he, he did. He and, I, and, and I felt I felt for him. Yeah, I rewatched that like literally 15 times this morning. Yeah. When Chris threw the ball, he was just, it was ahead of it him. Was he just, yeah. it, it was just, it was a hair ahead, TJ. It was, it was ahead, a hair yeah. ahead. A little too fast. I mean, you can't just say, oh, Steph Curry with the left-handed floater down the lane, and that's why they lost the game. But left-handed floater down the lane. But I mean, Look, he yeah. was insane. Well, Steph had, a, oh, Steph had a rough shooting night. I think he only made three-point shots, I only. think. And oh, floor, by the but, way, yeah. like like a jackass, I said to the kids with a minute to go, and I'm like yelling at my kids, like, would you, you go to bed. <laughs> I'm like, it's a minute to go. I'm like, okay, this game's over. For everyone confused, we're talking mom. about the end of the yeah, Golden State yeah, Warriors right. Denver yeah, Nuggets yeah. game. That's right. but Sh- shall we discuss? Shall we reset? Hey, everybody, reset, welcome to the Rich yes, Eisen certainly. Show. Hey. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen, who, by the way, just got back to Frankfurt. He's oh, got a big game this nice. weekend. Did he take a look with him? He didn't, but he was very excited. He was met at the platform by NFL security, and he liked it. Oh, just saying. Ooh, yeah, big oh. time. Well, you know why? Because he's known all over Germany from his bike tour. Oleg sent us an email. Did you see that? Through Berlin. That That was incredible. TJ, good morning. Mikey, good morning. Chris Brockman, good morning. Good morning to all of you out there watching on Roku and listening to us. I want to be clear. We did change our Sirius. It's XM 161. uh, Sorry, Sirius 161. Don't listen to me. Sirius XM 161. 
You want me to and do it? In 206, you do it. I'll tell you why. My brother was like, I tried to listen. Okay, if you're watching us on Roku and you need to bounce around and listen Thank to you. us on Sirius, we're on Sirius 161. If your automobile has XM, automobile. it's XM 206. And if you're looking for us on the Sirius XM app, 998. Thank oh. you for that. Mikey, that's where you could play the, you know, you can't be serious drop, by the <laughs> no, way. And I you know. and you must be. But yeah, my brother was like, I didn't, I tried to listen to you yesterday and where were you? And I said, okay, let me do a reset off the top of the show. <laughs> we're already off the rails. Back to the game. <laughs> we are off the rails. I kind of like it. Back to the game. Uh-huh. Here I was, jackass number one. I'm like, guys, the games are, oh, forget it. They're, I mean, it was insane. Well, Coop was probably dialed in. Coop's like, mom, we got time. Then again, a three-pointer. We're now back in the game. And by we, I'm saying they. But I do love Steve Kerr. I'm an unabashed Warriors fan because I'm such a big Steve Kerr fan. And and there I thought, yet again, here we go. Here we go. And then, yes, it was a, a, an inch or two in front of him. And Clay Thompson was just so mad at himself. And I love seeing a guy mad at himself this early in the season. I love it. I think it's great. I'm all about it, TJ Jefferson. You know what, what's funny is, you know, just like I said, just rewatching the end of that game. When Chris Paul gets the rebound, they head out to the other basket and he throws the, the pass to Clay and the ball's a little bit ahead of him. I, I literally am sitting there thinking if he pulls up at half court and I'm like thinking, wait a minute. Like, I literally am sitting here saying this guy should just pull up from half court. Yes. And there's two guys on the court who could pull up from half court and you go, that shot might go in. <laughs> you know, and it would be. Curry or, or, or Thompson. So it's just one of those things. Not enough time. The ball was a little bit ahead of him. And just a, yet another reminder of just how big Nikola Jokic is. I, yeah, mean, like, I mean, I think. I mean, just as Best player in the NBA, uh, front runner for MVP. The Nuggets got to be your title favorite right now. It's, that was everything you wanted kind of out of a first couple weeks of the season, playoff preview. Like, I think it was Rachel Nichols, I think, tweeted it out. Like, let's take seven of those come May. Because I think we would all sign for that. It was awesome. Uh, great finish. And, uh, you know, great ball night. What else did we watch? We watched Wemby in New York, which, by Wemby the way, was very con- anticlimactic. Con- womp womp, you know, but uh, that's okay. Not a big deal. You know, the Spurs aren't a great team. They're going to lose a lot of games they're this year. They're the youngest team in the NBA. Yeah, they're going mean, to have a lot of growing time to pains. Grow. You know, that was kind of more important for the Knicks, I think, to kind of get a win there at home and, and hold the home court. Back to back and for then, the um and then TJ and I were locked into Sixer Celtics, kind of a womp womp night as well. Uh, Maybe for you. Yeah, not for me. Well, I'm just saying both teams didn't play all that great. Sure. Kind of a slow first half, low scoring, defensive battle, kind of what you expect with these two teams who have had so much, you know, butting heads in the playoffs of late. A lot of history. A lot of history. And, uh, you know, kind of a fun, came down to the wire. Wasn't really a game. Then two minutes to go, a bunch of turnovers, a bunch of a quick shots for the Celtics, and suddenly it's like, Okay, I, I I talked myself into overtime there, TJ. I was like, <laughs> okay, w- maybe we can get overtime here. And then, you know, it's all right. Embiid's playing great right now. Uh, yep. TJ looks smart for taking him second overall now in our fantasy league. Yeah, I was getting knocked for that, Seuss. Yeah. But so. Embiid is just, he's hard. How do you stop this guy when he's on? Yeah, he, I don't know. He's just like Joker. It's, yeah. You know, ultimately, in, in, in a perfect world, and you guys know I do, I do love the Clippers too, but like as a true basketball fan, I would love to see a finals where we got the Nuggets and the Sixers just to watch those two big dudes. Because, you know, I love the big man, you know, in terms of basketball. I, I know the game has gone to, like, shooting from midcourt. And, but I just love big dudes down low, physical, just doing their thing. And, and watching Joker against Embiid in the seven-game championship, I th- think, would be a pretty fun thing to, to see. I mean, what you're saying is that you love old-school basketball, where, really where, do, where yeah. a five was a five. 
And that's what I think is, you know, it's funny. We talk about this every so often when Shaq comes on is this, he kind of longs for the days when the five was actually a five, as opposed to like some of these just crazily talented people like Giannis, who basically can do whatever he wants to do. And we'll talk about this a little bit later in the show because, you know, I do tend to go NBA heavy, but I'm kind of like fascinated with him kind of two techs and this kind of bad boy Giannis coming up. Reminds me of. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm here for Bad Boy Giannis. You like Bad Boy Giannis? It, it, look, it was kind of a soft ejection, but it was a, again, come on, Chris. It was a very soft ejection. Ag- agreed, really. but it's kind of like the NFL. Like these guys know the rules. Yeah, true. So, but like, so play within the confines of the rules. But you've said this before. You, no one's going there to watch Giannis get tossed out of a game. Absolutely. Like give them a delay of game because totally with it. if he would have stood in his face and really barked at him, but he gave him a look. Like they they call these players soft. Well, that's soft to give him a, a tech for just staring yeah. at a guy who once chased LeBron around the court trying to rip his head off. So it's not like Stewart's a soft guy. Like he probably I, loved it. I, wonder, I, I have a theory about this okay. that I will share later in the show. I, because I'm, I'm going to say I wonder if it's a situation where um, he saw Giannis kind of pose and flex and I don't know if he yelled. Maybe I wasn't watching the game. But I wonder if the ref lost track of Giannis having a tech earlier in the game. And so it's one of those things that's just like, let me quick tee him up. And then in your go, in your head, oh. it's like, oh, bleep. That's his second one. Right, right, right. All right, sorry, oh, bud. Oh, what did I do? Yeah, exactly. Like, I hope oops. that was the case. Then. You know, it seems like that. I hope that's the most logical explanation, but I guess you never know. 844-204-RICH, call us. We had some really nice calls yesterday. I mean, I kind of took a beating for my Caleb Williams remarks about. You did? How so? Oh, a little bit. I mean, you know, I, I try to avoid so, like, by the way, if you're going to put something like mean out, don't bother. I probably won't see it because I'm not, I'm not really on social media. But, like, a couple people were like, oh, Caleb's soft, and she's taking the wrong approach. Caleb's soft. I'll stand by my approach that I don't have a real problem. I don't think his NFL career is over because he's soft yeah. and he can't lead men right. in a locker room because he went to go see his mom, Dane. But I, well, I, I, well, Susie, I got a kick out of that. Let me just give you a little heads up here. You have to kind of also remember, you look at – if you're talking about Twitter or X who's saying it, I promise you anyone who was coming at you with a negative response had a private page, right? And oh, they have like six followers. Or six followers. So those, to me, are either bots, not real people, or right, people right, right. who want to call someone else soft. But if you saw them, they'd probably make the, the Michelin man look hard. Mm. So I, I wouldn't even take that to heart. What, and what, that, I th- it what it did, took uh, me a while to get to that point. But. Oh, no, no, no. I think, was it Brockman called them keyboard losers or something like oh, that, which I thought was gorgeous. Yeah. Keyboard tough uh, guys. Keyboard tough guys. I mean, here's the good news. I slept great last night. Of course you did. I'm not even cranky today. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I did wake up at 520. I'm like, oh, no. Same 10 I, more minutes to go. I, what do you do with I that? I woke up at 5. And was just I was up at like, 444. Right. <laughs> what do you do with and that? I'm awake now. What do you do with that? And, and then I, then Xander's ride fell through. I had to take a kid to school. I got to ask Eli Manning how he handles four kids. Eli has four and kids? Four kids. Wow. That's ridiculous. Four. So when he joins us in the second hour, uh, we will ask him not only how he handles four kids, but what do you do with the donkey in your screen? Donkey. Donkey. What do you do? Um, There is a game tonight, Christopher. There is a game tonight. I want to remind you of that. There's a game tonight. Thursday night um, football from Chicago. Panthers, Bears. Oh, sorry. I'm awake now. Uh, You know, look, it's not going to be the prettiest of game. It's a super low total for the betters out there. Um, Justin Fields is not playing, so it's more Tyson Bajant and his... Crazy, insane arm wrestling dad. Uh, you know, a chance for the whole country to see Bryce Young play. Yep. Um, will Al Michaels make it through the game? He's great. He's going to be great. Yeah. And uh, How, I don't know, his, his interest level, him and him and Herbie. Him, 
Uh, Maybe it's time for to, for Bryce to show why he was the first pick. Hey, there's a four seasons in that city. I, I am, I'm just saying, I am excited have, to see Bryce great Young play and, and how they, they handled the short week. They got kind of blasted uh, last week after picking up their first win in week eight. Um, I'm just trying to be positive. The Athletic had a really interesting little bit, and I want to read it, and I want to give credit to The Athletic because I hate it when people act like, I came up with this great idea. And it's like, because <laughs> I read it because somebody else did it. Uh, they're talking about the NFL quarterbacks. And it was in response to Tommy DeVito, no relation to Danny, starting as the Giants quarterback Yep. with uh, Jones and Taylor out. DeVito is already the 10th rookie quarterback to start a game this year. The most rookie starters we've seen in a season since 1950. And we're in week 10. Yeah, I mean, that's bananas. Okay, then they went, let's zoom out even further. Not even counting DeVito, 46 quarterbacks have started a game this year, 14 of whom did not begin this year as a starter. And it's fantastic. And they went even further. And by the way, Athletic, I want a percentage of all the people that sign up from this promo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're saying, I dare you without cheating to name the colleges for these quarterbacks who've started a game in 2023. DeVito, Bajan O'Connell, Clayton Toon, and Jaron Hall. All right, so DeVito. There is your drinking we, game, people, this? and it's 9 a.m. on the West Coast. I think I You're can welcome. do this. I think I can okay. do it, too. I know DeVito went I to Syracuse and then played last year at Illinois. Okay, Bajent, we all know, went to Shepard. Yeah. Uh, who are the Jared other ones? Hall went to BYU. Jaron uh, Hall, BYU, because he's Tyson Bajent. Yeah, Bajent is Division Shepherd. two Shepard. Yeah. Who are the Aiden O'Connell? Aiden O'Connell went to Aiden Purdue. Aiden O'Connell went to BC because he's like Aiden O'Connell, right? Sounds yeah. like a guy who went to BC. I actually played at Purdue. Purdue. Right. Yeah. Uh, who else? Clayton Toon, he went to Houston. I know that because I just looked that up like yeah. two weeks ago yeah. for whatever weird reason. But it's, uh, you know, it's not great. Um, it's not great. No. <laughs> Tommy DeVito, I, I tweeted this out. He's he's projected for nine and a half points in my fantasy this year, this week. Oh, really? That's got to be the lowest projected total from a starting quarterback in fantasy history. Well, he's Mr. DeVito's in trouble this week is all I'm going to say. He's playing the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's yeah. ask Eli about that. It's going to be rough. I mean, it's like name your Giants quarterback, right? I mean... By the way, does Eli have any uh, have anything left in the old shoulder? Does he want to play this week? Does he want to take <laughs> like, off the quarter like, zip and get out there, I mean. right? I, I feel like he could suit up and probably do just as good this week with all due respect. <laughs> who's got who's got stronger sweater game? The Manning brothers or Rich? What do you think? Ooh, or Jim Nance? Start Ooh, bench Nance, cut. Nance, that Manning get it brothers, up, get Nance it going. Or Rich? I mean, get it up. I got to I see Rich's sweater game five days a week as opposed to the other ones. His his sweater game is strong. I feel like he should have his own line of sweaters. I, somewhere. I, I, look, I have been trying to up. get Rich to do like a target line for men for so long. I'm like, you could do like a really handsome dad line that's not embarrassing, and I think it would basically pay for like. A Sun Valley ski house. Go for <laughs> it. Make a nice target line. Eli, Peyton, call me after the show. We'll talk about it. We'll brand it. Like Omaha for Target. Can he, can he, can my he brother my brother pointed out, like, they never wear anything that's not a quarter zip. Really? I yeah, never watch. paid attention to that. Can we think he could be a subsidiary of the Michael Strahan collection? Like, you know, he could, Strahan could have his... Sweater collection to be the Rich Eisen line, you know, like a yeah. branch Something. off the tree. We need to be everywhere, you know. Look, we 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 got a bank. Let's go. Bake, what, what's the, the expression? Bake K when the sun's out, or something like that. We're gonna make hay when the sun's shining. Okay. Are you trying to do Kenny Chesney lyrics? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> you are the weirdest person walking around making up your own country. Why don't you come up with a nice song for the show? Because you, you do it. have a penchant you, you got it. and a knack. You got it. 
what for your I, weird country wait, music lines. Well known fact, Kenny Chesney is the master of the haiku. What's my bass? Uh, what's my bass song? Kenny Chesney. What is your bass line? When the sun goes down. All right, I'm in. Let's do it. I think it's a great idea. I have lots of great ideas at this point in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> call me at call me at noon Pacific when we're done, and I'm, then I'm basically like, "How do I get home?" Wait, where's the champagne? Are we drinking today? TJ, where is it? Uh, I I completely forgot about it. But uh, where is it? Uh, probably in the fridge. Okay. Commercial break. It's not that far. Uh, I'll go, I'll go how are the out. croissants day two? Day two. Not uh, as good? Not as squishy fresh. Yeah, yeah, I know. But still delicious. I ate one at 730. Okay, that's so. all I'm asking. Yeah. Mike ate one. I had a half. You did? Okay. Boy, I could. I didn't have time, guys. It no, was either no, no, take a kid to school, leave them on the side of the road, which is also There were also, also so many in the box yesterday yeah, that we didn't even come close to finishing it. So the leftovers today are, are perfect. All right. I'm glad to hear it. Rich is going to call in, zoom in from Frankfurt again. And and again, breaking news, Oleg is a major celebrity now in Berlin. <laughs> major celebrity. He actually it's emailed in. It's, got, it's something. Oleg, um, as you may or may not have heard from yesterday's show, and if you haven't heard, where were you, number one? And number two, go back and watch it on the YouTube page. Um, Rich did a bike tour throughout Berlin and just had the greatest time. He said he biked 12 kilometers, people which I think is probably a, an, an Eisen family record, no doubt. Uh, biked 12 kilometers, saw the whole city, and his friend Oleg, his uh, Russian tour guide, was out last night on the town and was told, I know you, Oleg. You are Rich Eisen's tour guide from Berlin. And uh, fantastic. You took the man around. There it is. Um, my kids were so happy to know that he wasn't hurt, that he made it in one piece. So... I know for all of you out there waiting for the Colts-Patriots game on Sunday, Rich will be there. He is not questionable. There is no um, injury. He is uh, reporting and ready for duty. I know you've all been concerned about that. <laughs> what else? What else do we have? I think we should go to break. Take a break. When let's, we come back, Dan Wetzel, because I've got a whole segment without talking about Michigan. You're welcome, everybody. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster sitting in for Rich, who is back in Frankfurt after a couple days off in Berlin. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show radio network desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger's got the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Well, unless you're sitting under a rock or living under a rock, you're totally aware of what's happening with Michigan football right now. And we are very lucky and grateful for Dan Wetzel to join us. Uh, reached out to him this morning. Grateful for you to hop right on with us. Can you just please walk us through, because you have been on top of it more than almost anybody in reporting the latest from Michigan and what you saw in that 10-page uh, return letter that Michigan sent to the Big Ten. Right. So earlier this week, um, the Big Ten sent uh, their notice that they were considering punishment under the sportsmanship policy of the league uh, Michigan had, I guess, 48 hours to respond. They did late uh, Wednesday afternoon, uh, as did uh, Jim Harbaugh's personal attorney, uh, Tom Mars. And so they have responded, um, brought up their side of the arguments on why this is either not uh, a suspension or some punishment isn't possible under NCA or Big Ten bylaws and NCA bylaws and all the different legalese that went through it. Um, uh, there's more to it than that. We'll get to it. But, uh, right now it's back in the big tense, uh, hands. They're reviewing the response and everyone's waiting for uh, a decision to see what punishment, if any, the big 10 hands down on Jim Harbaugh or Michigan, uh, with the game against Penn state at noon on Saturday, the biggest game so far of the year for Michigan looming, uh, there's still a possibility Jim Harbaugh doesn't coach that game. So it's uh, kind of a uh, interesting, unprecedented time. What was in that letter? If you could unpack that 10-page letter, what did it contain? Well, it was a lot. Um, it's a lot. And, uh, you know, the merits of it will be decided, I guess, eventually kind of sets up a potential lawsuit also. So if the Big Ten does suspend, you would expect a stay. I mean, the various things are basically... Uh, never before is this suspension uh, 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 or the sportsmanship rule been used to step in and punish a coach while an investigation is still going on or or at, in any way. The sportsmanship policy is generally like deals with referee, you know, arguing with referees or or things like that. It's very nebulous. What is sportsmanship? Um, they they talk about how the bit the the end. There's nothing proven that Jim Harbaugh committed any unsportsmanlike act because he's not even aware. There's no proof that he was aware of how Connor Stallions was gathering his information. He was aware that Connor Stallions was a sign stealer because every team has a sign stealer, but he was not. There's no proof that he was aware of 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 any advance in person scouting or anything like that that Stallions was doing. Um, therefore. The, the NCA has a rule that says, well, there's now strict liability for a head coach. You must be responsible for all of the actions of all of the people underneath you, which is going to be like 100 people. Um, but the Big Ten's rule actually says it's the institution that is responsible for all the people, not the head coach. So can the Big Ten sort of it's almost like a state court using a federal law. Can you do that again? I don't know. Um, I thought one of the more interesting was the lack of evidence at this moment that the Big Ten actually possesses. The NCA, it seems, is not able to hand over anything that uh, they have found on this. 
until after their investigation is complete, which it is not. So uh, all all that really uh, these letters suggest the Big Ten has are some uh, ticket purchases and some really nothing, nothing really impactful at all um, that would suggest even I'm not sure or they certainly don't believe. And I'm not sure you could even say Connor Stallions violated a rule based on the lack of evidence that the Big Ten possesses right now. So Michigan is sitting there saying, look, this investigation isn't even complete. Um, There's been no conclusions. There's just allegations. We aren't fairly able to respond to what evidence is out there because you're not presenting it to us. So give us the due process. Let this play out. Uh, Don't suspend us now. Now, again, there will be evidence that would certainly show Connor Stallions did something but at this moment, there isn't. And so it's it, you're you're they're arguing the Big Ten is kind of jumping the gun and trying to get this done too soon. And and they should let the system play out. The system really, if I think anybody would read any of this, whether you are um, uh, no matter what team you root for or what you think, the system is not well equipped to handle a situation like this. You know, and it's like everything else, Dan. This is not about Michigan versus the world. This is feels like it's become crazily partisan in a way. Uh, we've seen a lot of Michigan lawmakers petitioning the Big Ten saying, get out of this, don't uh, penalize them early. Obviously, they all want to go to a, uh, a nice, they want to go to a nice football game as well. And they see that there's a potential for a national championship on the line here. And yet the Big Ten has said this is not about punishing the kids, but how is it not punishing the kids if there's a potentiality for suspending their head coach? Uh, that's sort of the problem here. And, and they're, 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 you know, this whole system of NCA and Big Ten, you know, infractions and, and just overall, and it's one of the reasons there's so much frustration with these organizations is the rules are written very poorly. The, the, the punishments can be draconian or then they could be too light um again we're not punishing the players we're just taking your head coach away from a night well see that would seem to be a fairly important thing but then again what do you do you don't punish anybody um they've struggled to punish people in college basketball and things like that so then they come up with a strict liability rule which um even, even again, even if you hope Jim Harbaugh never coaches again and is just somehow suspended for life, you do understand that when there's a strict liability rule, that might not be the best idea because it's your coach next. And so there's a lot of problems with the whole thing. And that's why there's so many frustrations. And yeah, it becomes, you know, politicians are jumping in because there's voters and, and it just it's a lot of grandstanding. The thing about it, and when you read these and when you get into it, it really boils down to um really precise things are going to decide this and none of them really work well on talk radio or or television but it's things like you know how do you def- what is the definition of an of an in-person scout like that's never been defined or litigated in any of the documents but it would be a a huge determinant on just how common this is or not how common this is can you does the big 10 want to walk into the briar patch of well we're going to suspend jim harbaugh for for indefinitely because this scandal reaches let's say 100 on our scale okay fine what happens when another scandal another scouting scandal pops up tomorrow that reaches 75 do you suspend the person three quarters of jim harbaugh uh you know what do you do the precedent the pandora's box 
the lack of, I think, a lot of the the NCA and Big Ten and and just in college athletics in general, people just walking off cliffs without looking ahead and saying, "Geez, how is this going to play out?" The next time is is got to be a factor. It's it's a total circus right now on this story, and I, I have no I have no good advice. I'm not I'm glad I'm not in charge of it. I don't know what's going to happen, but there really isn't a, a solution that you look at and go, "Oh, that's going to work out long term or appease everybody in the short term." Yeah, and, and I was going to ask you, what do you think is going to happen? And yet, at the same time, it's the dumbest question you could ask because we don't know. It's so unprecedented, and I think Tony Petiti coming in. We all we know him from the television world. He, what did he run CBS before or one of those guys, but you know, Mm -hmm. he's going to want to make a stamp here, but boy, the rush into making that stamp could be deadly for him and his legacy. And also for that of college football, because if our whole country is built on due process and innocent before proven guilty, and there's nothing tying Jim Harbaugh. And again, I didn't go to Michigan people relax, sit down, but the whole idea of, of, it is penalizing the kids. I mean, we are, what, two days out. We are two days and a couple hours from kickoff in Happy Valley. Yeah, less than two hours, uh, less than two days. Um, so, yeah, and that's that's the that's it, how much, you know, TD doesn't have a lot of experience as a commissioner. Oh, he's getting it right now. And it's not easy running these organizations. And it's more than just how much TV money we can get or whatever you would do. So there's just a lot of there's a lot of concern going forward on on how it all plays out. And it's it's very complicated. And a lot of what works, again, in the public sphere or even what the other coaches and administrators are hearing, they're not thinking through, you know, general ethics, uh, the precision of law. Uh, precedent, all these different things that a commissioner has to. And, you know, I, I think, like I said earlier, the one thing that is clearly obvious, no matter where you stand on this, would be this system doesn't really set up well for anyone to do what they're trying to do. So, Maybe they can do it, but it just doesn't work right now. And I'm not so sure the best solution would have been like, hey, we got to rewrite this system, but right now we can't do anything to Jim Harbaugh. I know that's not going to please anybody, but I, The system really isn't set up for this. Now, can they do it? We're going to find out. So, Dan Wetzel, what should college football do about this? Well, they should just put uh, headsets in the helmet and not care about this. And then the the coaches can communicate. I mean, we're in this narrow path. It's, It's a really weird rule because you're allowed to steal the signs. Okay, that's the main thing. So you're you're allowed to rob the bank. You're just not allowed to rob the bank this way. You're allowed to rob it all these other ways. And coaches will steal signs off a of videotape and then play a team and test their signs and get additional sign information. And then they will share that information with their rivals next team they play, right? At that point, are you in-person scouting? Are you an in-person scout if you were the, the first team that has gathered all the information? And you can make a, a, a fairly compelling legal argument that you are. You're exactly the same as Connor, somewhat the same as Connor Stallion's band of uh, buddies with their iPhones. What's an in-person scout? No one's ever gone through this because this rule got written in 1994. And it apparently has never been, there's never been a case since 1994. So no one really knows where we're standing on this. But you can make, well, and the coaches say, well, that's just common behavior. We do it all the time. So that can't be a, a violation. Well, 
just because it's common doesn't mean it's not a violation. It's common for people to speed. It doesn't mean it's it's a it's not a violation. So that's not a good that's not a good excuse. It's so murky and so undefined. And if you can get past the, I just want this result or I want this result. It's 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 somewhat interesting, but it's also like Jesus is just a huge mess. And so if you're going to punish this way, do you punish this way in the future? Do you ignore this but accept this? Do you listen to college coaches who are just you know? I I thought Petiti's one mistake was listening to his to to the other coaches in the league those are the last people i want the opinion of it was me like i wouldn't want jim harbaugh's opinion on anything going on in columbus i'm pretty sure i know what it would be and i wouldn't want it the other way or anybody else so who's running this thing why how where what what thinking is coming up what's the right discipline can you punish before all the facts come in even though you know these facts are probably coming in all of it is very very challenging Yeah, you said something that was so precise, which is why are you asking these people? They definitely have it in Michigan's best interest, and they definitely don't want to win, and they definitely don't want to be the best football team out there. So it was a combination of mom, he did it, not you, you know, and like. And they don't have all the facts. They don't have. They're getting stuff mm -hmm. off TV or the internet, and it's like, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I know no one's ever been wrong on the internet, but um, it's sort of, you know, if you go on social media, it's sort of lost the plot at this point. Like, the the questions are precise and the public discord is broad and loud. Right. And that's just the way things work. But in the end, this has to be determined in some kind of fair manner and it's boring and not fun and all that. But it becomes like, what is the what is the definition of this word? What is this? How does this work? Uh, that's not what we're looking for when we're just sitting around talking sports should Jim Harbaugh be suspended or not. And and by the way, lest you forget, there's an actual game to be played and no one's talking about the matchup. They're just busy talking about this potentiality for a lawsuit. So let me ask you what you expect in this game on Saturday. Yeah, I it's, it's Michigan's first big game of the year and it's uh, November 11th, right? They've, they've cruised to nine fairly easy victories and this, their whole season is Penn State Saturday. They get Maryland next week, and then Ohio State, and then then onward if they if they can can run that gauntlet. So, um, you know, I I think that to me this game is about uh, JJ McCarthy, the Michigan quarterback. I covered Ohio State, Penn State a couple weeks ago. Penn State is not an explosive offense. Um, the one reason they have a terrific defense. Um, if they cannot make big plays, they're not going to score a ton of points. We'll see. But if that's the case, same thing. The one thing that beat Penn State was basically Ohio State receiver uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. making plays downfield. Uh, Michigan does not have a Marvin Harrison Jr. Nobody has a Marvin Harrison Jr. But they do have this quarterback that is a Heisman candidate, has put up big numbers, he's experienced. This is a J.J. McCarthy game to win. If he plays very well and is moving the ball and, and scoring points, I'm not sure Penn State can keep up. So how J.J. McCarthy plays in this game, to me, will be the deciding factor of the game. At this point, do you think this is J.J.'s Heisman to lose? No, I wouldn't say that. I think there's a a, a bunch of candidates out there. Um, you know, Michael Penix. I still think Jaden Daniels had an incredible year. You could have Bo Nix. You could have there's, – there's many players that are having terrific seasons. So I think J.J.'s in that mix. But obviously, if he puts up huge numbers – Penn State and Ohio State and stuff like that. Yeah, he could he could conceivably win it, but right now he just needs to score score some points and and play really well on the road at Happy Valley. It's not at night. It's not that whiteout at night, 
but that's not an easy place to play. It, it, it should be, and that, that's a very good Penn State defense. Very good. What stories in college football are we missing because we're so myopic about this story that's happening well, right we, now? Well, we love scandals in college football now. I mean, that's They've the never part. happened before. It's so weird. <laughs> I've, I've, I've always known a very normal and placid college football experience. It. Yeah, we love Just it. Just ask we Jim Trestle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand the people. Like, I wish this – I know. This is the stuff everybody lives for. Um, I, I, I mean, you know, the – I don't know that we're missing a lot if you're really into it, but there's there's some good games. I mean, it's going to be a terrific Ole Miss is at Georgia this weekend. I don't know if that's getting any attention. Uh, Ole Miss is nine. Can Ole Miss step up in class? They've, they've been a very, very good program under Lane Kiffin, but when they get to the Alabamas and perhaps Georgias of the world, um, not that it's some shameful thing, they can't really compete or haven't competed uh, at the level I think they would like. They get another chance Saturday. Um, down in Athens to to upset everything here. Um, I think that's that's obviously the the other big big game. And then there's Utah, which is perennially just the maybe the toughest team to beat in the Pac-12. They're playing Washington this weekend. Washington's undefeated, rolling along. Does Utah play uh, play a role like they did last year in upsetting our uh, USC's playoff hopes? Does that do they mess it up? So there's some there's some terrific games. There's all sorts of different stories. College football is awesome, and uh, we love it. But we love the scandals too, and uh, it'll all get sorted out. If you're if you're not too too emotionally invested, uh, it it's it can be entertaining. Oh please, every college football fan is emotionally invested. Before we lose you, what are your thoughts on USC at the moment? Well, um, the defense uh, really hurt them. I mean, I, I think it's I think there'll be a time or maybe it's already there where USC and USC fans will look back as soon as we had Caleb Williams and couldn't win. Um, I, in, in a different scale, I liken it to when Patrick Mahomes was at Texas Tech and they would you look back and go, how didn't you win more games? You had Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying Caleb Williams will be Patrick Mahomes, but this was a terrific football player and it just didn't quite hit as a team the way they wanted. They were on the cusp of the playoff last year. Obviously it's not going to happen this year. Uh, so I think there'd probably be a lot of frustration and, and it's really the defense letting them down. Dan, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate you coming on with us here on the Rich Eisen show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. We didn't even ask him one Boston question. He's got like the, he's got the uh, <laughs> Bruins mug in the background. He's from Norton, Massachusetts. We didn't even ask him anything. Epic fail, I have to say. Next time, we'll go Next hardcore time. mass hole with him. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, you guys. I mean, I think that's all. <clears throat> People are either angry at Michigan or angry at the Big Ten, and that's all there is. And I know a lot of people are thinking, by the way, Lane Kiffin must be like, wait a minute, what about me over here? I like attention. <laughs> Lane likes attention, so oh, you would have to think that maybe he's like, wait a minute, smoke and mirrors, yeah, what's what, going what on? What can I do? What, can I do? what exactly. did I do this week? I don't know. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll close up the first hour of the show. Eli Manning ahead and uh, one Rich Eisen from Frankfurt, Germany will be zooming in in the third hour, maybe the second, when we come back. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. 
Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open WWO Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. That is right, stream Kevin Harlan, who I love, Kurt Warner, and me. That's I'm on you, for what you? the football. <laughs> oh. I'm on for what the football. Okay, Thank I, you very I, much. I you can also you. listen to Rich Don't for Monday Night Football. Don't run Burgundy me. I just read me. <laughs> that's, that, that's what I'm saying. Happens. I, I, tried to let, I tried to let it go that I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and me. I'm, I'm Ron Burgundy. Burgundy. Whatever. Leave me alone. We're I drinking mean, here. I mean, we, we, just opened a, we just opened yeah, a little. We, <laughs> we may have hit the sauce at 947 in the morning Pacific time, but join Rich cool. Eisen all season long. Did you slurp into the mic? That was me. That was nasty. <laughs> Come on. We're free. Get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free. <laughs> At your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. I can't get fired. I mean, what's Rich going to do? <laughs> Change I'll the just, locks. I'll just, I'll just lock the door. So there you go. And me. For what the football? Did you see how I tried to clean that up? You tried. Such a bad I mean, job. I don't know how, how successfully. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we'll just edit it. Whatever. Uh, no one's listening. Wait, hold on. Let's take Manny. I'm laughing. Phone Come calls. on. I kid because I care. Uh, Manny, you've been on the phone for a while. Manny. Let's take Manny. Manny. How are you, Manny? Manny. Hello, Miss Susie and gentlemen. Greetings from a breezy, chilly, 54 degree day in El Paso, Texas. Good morning. Oh, how are know. you? Is there an Aiden Ogle, 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 Oleg watch going on? Do we want to know how many pints of beer were downed? All I know is <laughs> yes. that we need an Oleg chant. We need to start off with Oleg, 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 Oleg. That's a good one. Anyways, well done, seriously, Manny. seriously. Well done. Well, congratulations to Ryan Blaney becoming NASCAR champion, giving Roger Penske back-to-back titles. Congratulations, Texas Rangers. It's been a week and a day, and unlike the other Texas team, no cheating scandal. And, of course, congratulations, Rich Eisen Show, on receiving a Marconi Award. In my eyes, that's way better than Emmy. Miss oh. Susie, my question is, did you clear out Rich's office to make room for the new hardware? And if you can disclose what other items may have been tossed out? And also, Miss Susie, uh, your mom coming? I love it. I'm 44 years old. I call my mother every night. I tell her I love her. Why? Because one of these days, hopefully not very soon, I'm not going to get a chance to. Anyways, we still got football. We still got basketball. We still got hockey. Let's watch some sports. I love you guys. Have a good day. Bye-bye, everybody. Hey. That was a fantastic call, Manny. Uh, you brought him. the energy. You does. gave your mom the props. I mean, you you really literally dotted every I, crossed every T. You were fantastic, Manny. Thank you for saying that you appreciated my comments on Caleb Williams. I really um, thank you for the support on that. And by the way, that was just a high-energy call, the best one to start a series of calls right now. It was great. Nick in South Carolina, what do you got for us? Hello. Hey, how you doing? How are you today? Up, Thanks Nick? for taking the time. Nick, what up? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, I uh, also want to um, compliment you on your comments yesterday about uh, Caleb Williams. 
Um, <clears throat> really appreciate that. Thank you. Sorry. I, uh, it's all right. I lost my mom in 2018. Oh, sorry, buddy. Sorry. And, um, TJ, you were absolutely right. Get all the hugs you can from your mom while you can. <clears throat> yeah, Nick, it's so hard. It comes a point when you can't. So, yeah. um, anyway, uh, you know, it sounded like yesterday when you were making your uh, comments about uh, Caleb Williams, there was a few moments in there where it sounded like you wanted to uh, maybe throw in some colorful words that, uh, you know, you refrained from doing. But, um, you know, I could see it uh, on your face, man, and I, I really appreciate uh, you saying that. Well, Nick, and, uh, I, I wish I wish I could give you a hug across the country, and I'm sending you my love and my thoughts. And, you, you know, um, anybody who knows me knows that I have a foul mouth and knows <laughs> that I have to work very hard to keep this PG. And especially when it comes to, you know, some kind of toxic reaction to things. So, um, so Nick, I appreciate you you calling in. It means so much to us that you take the time. And thank you for sharing your emotion about your mom. It just means you're a strong man, and it means that you were raised by a strong woman. Yep. Oh, man, she was. Uh, I know you have the sign there on the desk, best mom ever. But uh, my mom was also one of those. And, um, you know, I miss her every day. But um, uh, what I'm calling about is, is um, you know, I've seen some other uh, uh, sports shows where these uh, experts are talking about the uh, Dolphins-Chiefs game, and nobody is saying anything about how uh, all-world tight end Travis Kelsey was held to three catches and 14 yards. Um, Miami's defense shut them out in the second half, and all they're talking about is how Miami can't beat any good teams but, um, you know, they're going to be a playoff team and the other teams better look out. I think you are 100% right. I think it's very easy to harp so on the numbers. Uh, I think that people tend to concentrate on the team that wins. And I know that if I were playing Miami, I would be cowering in the corner because I think that they are so powerful uh, on every cylinder. And I can't think of a coach right now that Rich is a bigger fan of. So I think you are 100% right. And I think it just goes to show you as well how many weapons Kansas City has Absolutely. that they were able to shut down Travis Kelsey the way that they did. Thank you so much for calling, and I hope you call in whenever I'm sitting in the chair. I will do so. Thank you very much, Susie. Really appreciate much your time. Love, See you, Nick. Much love. Yeah, Susie, on, on the Dolphins real quick, I think that's a fair point uh, that Nick brings up. They did play great in the second half. And aside from that fluke play, to kind of end the first half with Tyree Kill there that, you know, could have went either way, whether that got overturned, uh, TJ. That's a much closer game. It's 14 nothing at half. Then it's 14-14 uh, in the fourth quarter, and maybe Miami squeaks that one out. We don't know. Uh, if you look at Miami's schedule coming up, their next five weeks, they could easily win all five games. We're looking at a team that could be 11-3 and three, uh, as we get closer to Christmas and that date with the Cowboys. And suddenly we're talking about them as, you know, kind of challenging for the one seed, depending on what comes up, because we know Kansas City, you know, kind of has a tough schedule uh, down the stretch. So Miami's certainly still in it. I I'm, I'm also one of the people saying who have they beaten, which I think is also valid. But they are going to be right there in the mix uh, as we get down, down the stretch. Here. I don't think you're wrong, but I think Mike Daniel yeah. is one of those coaches to keep an eye on. As you talk about who's going to be cycling out of the NFL world, 
He is a rising star. Uh, Let's yeah, look at the Dolphins' schedule really quick there. while he's we're talking. He's going to be there for a long time. Yeah, he's going to be the Dolphins' coach for a long time. For those of you who are watching along us with Roku, I mean, Chris, let's go through the schedule. Yeah, so they're on a bye this week. Uh, you know, kind of a bummer if you have a lot of Dolphins fantasy. Me, I'm going against Tyreek Hill, so it works out. But then they got <laughs> Vegas, uh, the Jets, the Commanders, Titans, and Jets again. I mean, oh, four, four and one at the worst. I mean, it could be five and zero oh if they're they're clicking. And then Christmas Christmas Eve, Cowboys. At Ravens, home for Bills to end the season. Now, three tough games to finish, but are they riding momentum on a five-game winning streak going to Dallas? We'll Maybe, see. Yeah. We'll see. And then, you know, like I said, they could be 11-3 and three and somewhere like Dolphins, one seed. So, you know. That's it. 844-204-RICH is the number to call. Sai, we see you. Hold on. All of you on the phone, just hold on. We want to get you. We will get you on the other side of this break. But we're going to take a break in a couple minutes. I also haven't really eaten anything this morning, and I'm starting to feel the champagne already. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you had a croissant already. I did, but I feel like that went right through me. This is on my like, whoa. Well, good thing I came with breakfast yesterday and the day before. It's like my kids. I'm like, you can't have a leftover? I mean, I got a whole bunch of croissants in the back. Rich Eisen on the other side of this break. Eli Manning. I'm Susie Schuster. In with these bunch of crazy people here at the Rich Eisen Show. Because we have Well, fun. I mean, I have one. You can borrow mine. Hey. Wow. Donkey. Donkey. <laughs> what, what is your Emmy for? You know um, outstanding Emmy? sports reporting. Yeah. Thank you very much. Congrats. You're welcome. Local or is it the big time? I mean, I don't know. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> disrespect. How dare you? I mean. What? Oh, my. I have God. hardware. Local? What do you have? Oh. By the way, didn't deny that it was local. Disrespect is real. <laughs> And yet, and yet, you still got him. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I ain't got one. Yeah. I'm no, just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I got a Marconi. I'm just. Do you have a Marconi? Well, playing. Rich one. Well, a yeah. He, so by proxy, I feel like we by proxy, and by you and we, I mean. I do. I, Rich has that Emmy in the back, but it was because when he was Dude, on Sports Center. Dude, that is an Emmy it's, it's for such a, it's 75 such people. Literally, he showed up to Sports Center and he was there for two months and he got the Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm like, mine's for me. Right, All right? Susie. Right. Mine's, we, uh, Mikey, you know it, Sue and Salute. I know it. And cheers to all of you guys. Exactly. And if you're watching on Roku, it's time to pour, baby. Let's go. It's time I, to pour, go. Roku. Roku, join us. I, I join us it, in the dark it, side. Are you Roku. <laughs> I have a Pennsylvania School Press Award for hey, listen. being a great writer. Hey, I was main sports yeah. columnist of the year in 2009. Nobody people. cares. <laughs> See? Just saying. No, that's local. <laughs> that's like I was a podcast. I have the top podcast from the closet. Come on, now. What? Nobody, that's nobody's reading that's, it. No, that's local. Hey, oh, Roku, join us here. We're going champagne heavy. I'm just oh. saying here on the Rich Eisen Show. You can drink with us, okay? That's how I ignore Chris Brockman. I just opened another. Another bottle of champagne.